and welcome to Weird State. My name's Kate. And I'm Allie. And we're married. Woo! Yep. It's new. <laughs> we, it is new. Three weeks. Um, and we are two lesbians here to take you on a weird-ass tour of America. Yeah. Uh, yep. In alphabetical <laughs> order. We don't really have an intro yet. This is our first episode. Hi to moms, because those are our yep. only listeners right now. Hi, mom. Um... So, yeah. Uh, so we're going to start with Alabama. Yep. I think we also said we were, if we'd been to the state, we were going to say something about what happened to us in the uh, state. Oh, and also we are drinking in honor of Alabama, Alabama Slammers, but we are drinking the college version of Alabama Slammers made with like $1 OJ, some nips, and grenadine. This is $3 OJ. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Fancy. It was at the checkout at the liquor store. <laughs> it's okay, but they're they're good. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear the ice a lot because our glorious roommate lent us her really nice microphone. Um, so you can actually hear what we're doing, which is wild and different. Which is drinking Alabama Slammers. <laughs> um, so Alabama, I don't know a lot about Alabama, uh, except for that one time we went there. Yep, we stopped and got bagels um, on our cross-country road trip. Uh, We just escaped a snowstorm driving south, and it was really early in the morning, and we were happy to be alive because the snowstorm was scary. And then we pulled into a little gas station in Alabama. And Alabama was scary. I don't know. I feel like neither of us looked super gay. Not that, like, there is a look, right? That's not a thing. But, like, we weren't obvious, and yet we and yet. still got really mean mugged, but it's probably because they had out-of-state plates. I'm sure places in Alabama are lovely. I hear mobile is where it's at, and we're going to tell you about, I don't know, cool places, something. Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to do this episode about urban legends and or ghosts, and then next episode will be about murders in Alabama. So we're kind of combining all the things we love into one podcast because we're weird and self-serving yep i wish we were more funny i think maybe that'll come maybe that'll come maybe more drinks i'm definitely the more obnoxious one in this in this marriage you know there's always a more obnoxious one in a couple that's definitely you're at least the louder one i'm i am the one balancing this audio in the future so you um... are enjoy (laughs) yep okay so who should start you me um someone else (laughs) I'll start. Okay. I put my drink down so the ice stops clinking. I'll take a quick sip out of my answer. Mm-hmm. All right. My story, and you're not looking at my computer, are I'm you? not. No, All I right, swear. Cool. My story is, takes place in Abbeville, Alabama, which I thought was some lovely. There's a different word for alliter- alliteration when it's vowels, but no one else cares about that. Cool. <laughs> um, uh, also, sorry if we get anything wrong or pronounce things wrong. Don't come here for accuracy, n- accuracy or learning or knowledge. It's just not yeah. not our jam. We did all our research on the internet. So we have only the truth here. Clearly. Yep. Uh, currently, I'm on paranormalsite.com. Woo! Um, paranormalsite.com sounds which, really legit. <laughs> yep. It had. It did have the uh, best rundown of everything I found on the internet, though. I did read other sites. I really like um, the sidebar that says greetings and then just has the turning world right there. That's. I want to know what all the dots on there are probably paranormal that, paranormal occurrences that would do it okay 
That's a really logical answer. Ooh, paracons and events. Oh boy, Ooh. don't go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> this is a good rabbit hole, and I will go down it later. Okay. All right, so we're in the lovely town of Abbeville, Alabama. And that looks like a picture of a shopping mall, so... Yep. Super lovely. Can only be good. And the picture underneath the shopping mall name is, uh, like, a little silhouette of a child running away from a big, tall figure with long, flowing hair. Oh, good. Uh, okay. Yep. so that's what we're talking Sounds about great. today. Um, her name's Molly, which is one of my best friend's names, so that's nice. And she's called Huggin' Molly. Huggin' Molly? That doesn't sound threatening yeah. to me. That sounds okay. fine. I wouldn't mind. Okay, so just, like, imagine it. You're, like, some odd years ago, you're a child. You're walking along the side of the road. I'm a, I'm a small tot. A small baby, like like a twelve year old baby. Okay, um. so not not <laughs> not so small. So I'm like a preteen, a preen. Yeah. You're a child. It's not very specific. You just get to be a child. Okay. Well, we're clinking our eyes. Got it. Yep. No, it is a very good drink. College versions of drinks are the best. <laughs> Clearly. Um. All right. Um. Walking along the side of the road on your way home, like da 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 da. It's fine. You do this all the time. Cool. And you just feel like you know somebody's maybe following you, but you're like, okay, it's fine. You look behind you and it's like, oh, it's just like a shadowy figure. What could go wrong? Um, Great. And, and yeah, and it's like, okay, it's and oh no, there's a shadow. Throw. It's fine. You're not scared at all. Am I because really not scared? Or no, scared? no, you're a child alone, probably at night, and there's so, a shadow falling. So in. I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah, you're a little terrified. Great. And you're like, okay, like, you know, walk a little faster. Nope, it's matching your pace. It's actually coming a little bit faster than you're walking, closing the distance. Like, good, good, right. good, good. So, I hate everything about that. <laughs> so the the trick here is from the stories that I've read. Is there is, a trick that I can do to get out of this yes. situation? If you are in this situation, in any state, um, just run. Okay. Running works. That's easy. <laughs> that's like first, that's like child instinct rule number one. Yep. Run away from shadows yep. that match your pace when you cross yeah. the street. I mean, I mean I wish that worked in Haunting of Hill House. <laughs> hey. Well, specifically, it's Sprint. Because if you just walk quickly or jog, she can keep up. Oh, so I would be dead because yeah. I just can't sprint. Yeah, no, I'm I don't as, do that. I'm slow as hell. But luckily, we're not children. So there's oh, no. that. Not a child. Not a child. Or I per- wouldn't be drinking this <laughs> Alabama Slammer if I was a child. All right. Um, okay. So in this instance, though, for the purposes of this exercise... You are not sprinting. Why am I not sprinting? Why am I a dumb child? Because you have short little legs and, um... So am I just, like, am I freezing? Am I doing the panic freeze? What am I doing? I'm still walking along like a dumbass? You're trying to do, like, that polite thing where you're like, oh, I don't want to, like, be rude and, like, run away from someone. I don't want to be rude to this shadow person who's... You know, you can't really see. ...following me. You can't really see. So you're being, like, real polite and, like, not really running away. So clearly I'm a girl child. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but the girls are socialized, you know? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I'm gonna have to edit out a lot of my anyways and so you're gonna, you're gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> um, so observe the uh, illustration on this. So Welcome I, to so sorry. I didn't run because I was yeah a dumbass. And by the time you decide to run, it's too late because at the point where you look around and you're like, oh, shadow's getting real close. 
Oh man, it's freakishly tall. It's like seven feet tall. Oh, it's tall, Paul. No one say that on the podcast, Land. Wait, I'm not allowed to say that. It's a thing from another podcast I really like that I don't like. Uh, Uh. Anyway, you see, it's not really a shadowy figure at this point. It's just a woman that's seven feet tall, dressed all in black from head to toe, with a big old hat on. Okay. And my personal theory is the reason that she can't chase you at a sprint is because she's got her big old-fashioned dress on. Oh. So she could, like, jog, but, like, not sprint sprint. It's like a heavy-ass dress. Yeah. I don't know. That's my own personal theory. Mm. It's probably bullshit. I mean, who knows? <laughs> who knows? All paranormal stuff could be bullshit. <laughs> You say that, then but we're, we're gonna, gonna get... build a podcast around it. <laughs> yep, and as if you say that too many times, then the ghosts come and kill us. So cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, all right, so she's called Huggin' Molly, right? Yeah, so I what... thought this was gonna be like a nice, happy story about some hugs. I don't know. Well, get ready. The hug, is, the hug is coming. Oh, but um... but we're all terrified now. <laughs> yep. And so she's caught up to you, and she wraps you in a big hug. I'm confused. Um, So confused. And while she's doing that, just holding you in this hug, she just screams in your ear. Oh, okay, that got better, and then it got worse. Yep. I almost thought you were going to say, and then she steals your soul, and you um, you die. So there are some versions where there are, like, there are different stories, like, and some stories say, like, oh, they're different entities, and one entity hugs you to death, but Molly doesn't do that. Um, you know what this reminds me of? You know, you always have that, like, one great aunt that no one wants to hug. Like, you and your siblings are just like, Great Aunt Ruth, really don't want to do that. <laughs> Ruth's a nice name. How dare you? Like, can you just imagine, you're like, ah, oh, I gotta be polite and hug Great Aunt Ruth, and then she hugs you and just screams, screams while she's hugging you. That's terrifying. Yep. I hate yep. it. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty upsetting. Hence the uh, the depiction here on the what? Welcome to Abbeville sign. Of... Is that really their like town sign, yep. or, or did this paranormal of... site just make nope. that H- home of Hug and Molly? Oh my um, gosh! So they they really yeah. go for it. Um, so people say like this still happens to this day. Um, there was a bit of a stop stop summoning Siri. Um, there was a bit of, like, an interim in, like, I think the early 1900s where people were saying there was, like, a really tall schoolmaster who, like, hated children or something like that or, like, wanted kids to be safe. Like, there are different versions of it, but basically he wanted the kids off the streets at a certain hour. So he'd go out in, like, the Hug and Molly getup and, like, just walk around. And he was super tall. Oh my god, that's so fucking <laughs> excellent. Yeah. Can you imagine that being like, I'm going to take advantage of this of this urban legend and just go and scare the shit out of some kids, but to keep them safe... Or because, and in bed. Or because you hate them. Or because I hate them. <laughs> or because he just, for some reason, thought it was funny to terrorize children. You know, if you're seven feet tall, you really have to work with that. I mean, yeah, he could probably just walked into a room and just stood there and still terrified children, honestly. Also, I'm just reading this little blurb on ParanormalSite.com, and I would like to offer one correction. This site says that, quote, there are tales of how she hugged some to death, dot, 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 end quote. Just like to throw out there that 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 one's not Molly. Molly doesn't hug people to death. Molly just um, screams. Yep. By so, your ear while so, she's hugging you. Immediately screams when she hugs you. Yeah. That's so, all. So the true. the origin of this is supposedly like it's a woman who lost a child and like went around town hugging children 
to express her grief. And the scream is not meant to be scary. It's like a, it's a wail of despair. That's so sad. I know, yeah. None of this is happy. No, no, nothing. (laughs) Why do you think I was like, we gotta make state-themed drinks and drink them while we do this podcast? Because next week we're going to talk about murder. I'm going to have to find a different Alabama-themed drink unless we just want to remake Slammers. I I wouldn't complain if we remake Slammers. Um, Anyway, so the the punchline. Now you can look at my computer. There's a restaurant called Huggin' Molly. We should go there. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> you, the, just, you don't <laughs> want to go back to Alabama. I don't. I really fucking I'm don't. sorry. I'm sure there's nice spots in Alabama. If yeah. anyone from Alabama is listening to this, I'm sure we lost, like, all one whole of our listener when we were like, we're lesbians out by... Yeah. yeah. But it's 2019, if anyone from Alabama is listening to this and can recommend some good spots, convince us to, to come, come back there. to your scary, scary state. Or if you have any uh, urban legends of your own from your area you'd like to write in about, please shoot us an email. Okay, wait, I have to look up our email that I just made. Oh, man, we have. We <laughs> have so fucking prepared. We do. Can I tell you more about Huggin' Molly's The Restaurant? Sure. Um, it was founded by a local guy who friend uh, had an experience with Hug and Molly when they were kids. So now he has this lovely restaurant that serves things like Molly fingers. Oh, I don't like. <laughs> I don't like he, he Molly sounds, fingers. He sounds like a delightful guy. I don't um, want to eat Molly friends. fingers. Yeah, if you're listening, delightful guy who owns Hug and Molly's. Um, yeah, I don't know. Email us. That would be, yeah, but that would be she- sweet. <laughs> But she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to ever go back to Alabama. Oh no, no. But I, yeah, I, I don't want to be okay. in the state of Alabama. At least I don't want to have to drive through it. You can email us at weirdstatepodcast. <laughs> that was really hard. At gmail dot com. Oh boy. If you want to email us, okay. Okay. So anyway, that's hugging Molly. She sounds delightful. Yep, I love her. <laughs> you sound like you actually do love her. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very defensive about Molly. Like okay. she does not hug anyone to death. That's such a lie. That is slander and libel and whichever it is when you, you are, say it out loud. You are really on the hugging Molly train. Oh yep. Do you want to hear about my story, my thing that I found that you already know, but you know, I'm gonna you, tell you about I, it anyway. You, I made you stop telling me about it at a certain point, you did. so I don't know everything. Okay, I did the Sloth Furnaces in Birmingham, Alabama. Not Sloth. Not Sloth, <laughs> though Sloth would have been a really cool name. But Sloth Furnaces, named after a guy who was a shitlord. Well, I don't know if he was really the shitlord. We'll get to it. Anyway, my sources for this are FrightFurnace.com. Ooh, that's a, that's a weirdly appropriate Fright website. Fright I mean, they're like... Yeah, that's the, they're oh, built around huh. sloth furnaces. Uh, you know, okay. And Wikipedia, <laughs> good old Wikipedia. Donate five dollars, please. Anyway, sloth furnaces, Birmingham's first blast furnace. Don't know what that is. I know. I, <laughs> I looked it up because I was like, that sounds like a weird, dirty sex move. Blast furnace. It does. No. And the yeah, definition. Now it does. Well, definition doesn't make it any better. I was like, is hey it? Siri, what's a blast furnace? Oh, oh. no. Okay. I found this on the web for what's I'm a blast sorry. Furnace, so check it out. 
my Australian Siri. No. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> anyway. Trying again. I said, hey, computer that... Can hear you. Can hear me. What's a blast furnace? And the computer that could hear me said, a blast furnace is not a dirty sex move. It is a smelting furnace in the form of a tower into which a blast of hot compressed air can be introduced from below. So, but so they don't call anything a glory hole or anything. No. Okay. So but it still like, sounds like yeah, a weird sex It's like move. one step above glass blowing for the way Blast they of things. hot compressed air introduced from below. Yes, it probably... I, I got it. I got it. Anyway, so now that we all know what a blast furnace is, and also if you look up pictures of them on Google, like, just the structure of them is terrifying looking. Okay. Sloss furnaces. Here we go. The sloss furnaces were in operation from 1882 all the way up to 1971. It's a long-ass time. Yeah. A long time. Almost 100 years. 1882. Okay. To 1971. Okay. I... Almost 100 years, but not quite. Math. Math is good. As I told you before, blast furnaces are smelting furnaces. So they were used to transform coal and ore into steel. Super important to the development of America, the Industrial Revolution, all that, which sounds kind of good. It does. It sound does good. sound kind of good. Um, Sounds and, like we're we're doing good things. And yes. Birmingham, in part because of the sloss furnaces, grew into like this really like bustling city from like a nothing town. You know, like pretty quick. Good job, Birmingham. And you did a lot of shitty things. That's what, but that's a good thing you well, did. Well, just wait. Just, okay. just wait. <laughs> so it's got kind of a shitty history. Of course uh, it does. So Big Daddy Sloss owned it. For a while, but then a group of investors ended up buying it. Big Daddy Sloss retired, and then that group of investors, they were in cahoots with the local sheriff's office. That's okay. That sounds it's, it's getting, fine and legitimate. No, no. It, so they were in cahoots with the local sheriff's, sheriff's <laughs> office to arrest mainly African-American folks uh, on bogus uh, charges well, and then force them to work in the furnaces. Uh, yeah, I didn't know this. Like when I, I knew like slash furnaces were creepy and all that shit, but I didn't know about this like this history. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. You just, you just, yeah. I, I take back everything I've ever said that's nice about Alabama. Well, it's just. I don't know. Just this, just this one abuse of power yeah. case, you so, know? But in a lot of other cases. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. It's, they were basically finding ran, uh, around the whole slavery being outlawed in America thing, you know, shortly you know. after Civil War. So yeah. they yeah. even had 48 cottages yeah. yeah, that they built on the grounds to house some of these workers that ended up being called the quarters. Well, that doesn't sound like, like anything else at all. So awful and rude. So, yep, went into this thinking that the haunting stories just revolved around this dude named Slag, who we're going to get to. Slag. Slag. Yeah, which also sounds... Never dirty. mind. Yeah, it dirty. all sounds dirty. All sounds dirty. And now I'm actually thinking maybe it's like some angry workers coming back to haunt everyone's asses because of all the awful shit, you know? Could yeah. be. Could be. All right, so let me tell you about Slag. First of all, what a fucking name. His name yeah, it's is... It's like a furnace term, right? Slag, which I'm pretty sure is a furnace term, but also sounds like profanity. Oh, yeah. Like hag and other things put together. You no, it slag. sounds like Brit- British profanity. Yeah. 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 Um, and his last name, for real, I'm not making this up, was Wormwood. Yeah. You're so, winning the you're gonna be a ghost. Yeah, you're gonna here. be a demon. Your name is Slag fucking Wormwood. Ghost, not demon. Don't don't say demon. Okay, you're <laughs> gonna be an evil ghost. Yep. Your name's Slag fucking Wormwood. So right around that shitty time that the sheriff's office 
And the corporation that were running the sauce furnaces were basically forcing people into slavery. Slag was a foreman of the graveyard shift at the sauce furnaces. This can only go well. And he was also a douchebag, like everybody else. So he really wanted to impress his supervisors because he was like, gotta be the best. Like no one ever was. I work the graveyard shift, so don't get much love. So just gotta gotta really show up all the other shifts, and he'd make his work for, workers do like stupid ass, dangerous shit just mm. to speed up production. I love capitalism. Yeah, capitalism has only ever done good things for the world. And it wasn't like, hey guys, let's try to do this faster so we can look way better to the bosses and be the best shift and like really outdo the other guys. No, he was. He was an asshole about it. He was mean. He, like, yelled at everybody, bullied people, like, just didn't care. Blatant disregard for human life, really. Um, according to various sources, as many as 47 workers lost their lives during his tenure. That's a, that's a bad, uh, yeah. how long was he, was he tenured? I think it was actually only a few years, because, right, like, it worse. doesn't really say when he came into mm-hmm. this. It just said, like, early 1900s, mm-hmm. which the 47 apparently is around 10 times more than any other shift in the entire history, almost 100 years of the furnaces being open. All so right. he's just, like, a deadly ass... Just a just a bad manager. Just a peach, that slag. So one day in 1906, slag was straight chilling on top of the tallest blast furnace named Big Alice. That's Hell there's yeah. a lot to unpack there. There's Big Alice. He's chilling on top of Big Alice. When apparently he lost his footing and fell into a pool of melted iron ore. Too bad, right? So sad. Yeah. Uh, but the thing about that is. So, the thing about him falling into this pool of melted iron ore, which made me think of that scene from Indiana Jones, where the Nazi drinks from the... The wrong cup. The wrong cup, and then he melts. Yeah. Because, like, some website I was looking on was like, he was instantly liquefied, and we were like, yay. That's what happened to Nazis and people who try to reinstitute slavery. Yeah. So, there's a lesson there. It's blatant. (laughs) But the rumor is the workers were like, we don't know how to unionize, but you know what we know how to do? Murder. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So they (laughs) were like, let's all gather together and push slag off a big Alice. Which apparently uh... was a feat, though, because apparently he never, ever climbed up on top of big Alice, like... All the while he worked there before. We have to stop calling it Big Alice. It's called Big Alice. (laughs) Big Alice. Big old Alice. Big Alice. Thanks. Okay. Sitting on top of Big Alice. Anyway, apparently he never climbed up there. And, like, some people were like, oh, maybe he passed out from the fumes. But a lot of others were like, yeah, but he's worked there for years. The fumes never bothered him. Like, someone definitely lured him up there or got him up there and then was like oopsies i pushed you i knocked into you you fell into this molten lava ore i just too uh, bad so sad you know i'll write i'll write you an apology note i don't condone murder just want to be clear but we're just going to talk about it a lot but i'm not like we said nazis and people who try to reinstitute slavery that much about slag anyway yeah so that's the rumor nobody was ever brought to trial or really blamed they just chalked it up to being an accident so you're like how is this an urban legend weirdo story it just sounds like this guy was a really bad boss and he was rude and worked in a place with lots of fire 
fire and molten lava ore and people decided to kill him because he was an asshole. But let me tell you, there is more. Okay. Well, uh, is it gonna, is it like more about like how he's a bad person? No. Okay, because he's already really hit all the boxes there. Yeah, he's ticked him. <laughs> yep. I mean, his name's already Slag Wormwood, so he's starting yep. off at a deficit already. Yep. You're definitely gonna be a ghost, but you could have been a good ghost. But then you were just a dick. Yeah, yeah, kind of goes like that. So his legend grows after he dies because, you know, it's like at summer camp where you're like, oh man, a few years ago, there's that kid that drowned in the lake and he still haunts these campgrounds and then it just like turns into a thing and then all of a sudden you're like, yep, paranormal activity, boom, it's happening. So the workers at the furnaces circulated the story of slag and all of a sudden many of them reported being pushed from behind and said that somebody with a deep voice was barking at them to get back to work but when they looked for the person who the voice belonged to they couldn't find him no one was there so that's like kind of weird but then i started digging a little deeper seeing if i could find some specific stuff and in 1947 some like weird ass blair witch shit happened good always always a good thing so three supervisors at the furnaces go missing and later they're found locked in a small boiler room like in the south west part like they are found or their bodies they are found found. they're alive yay that's to be clear they're not no they're not dead but they are found locked in so like locked from the outside in yes small boiler room and they couldn't really explain what happened to them they all agreed that they were approached by some badly burned dude with a gruff voice who screamed at them to push some steel and then they just don't really remember after that and they wake up in this room all of them together a small boiler room and they're locked in there that's cute so that happened everything's fine yeah everything's fine and then in 1971 The night before the furnaces were closed, this dude named Sam Blumenthal, who was the night watchman, was just taking one last stroll around, being all like, I'm gonna miss Big Alice. (laughs) She's a great girl. She's a great girl. Don't climb on top of her. You'll get burned. I'm gonna walk around because I'm gonna miss this place. He's getting all nostalgic, was like, whatever. And then he said he ran into something that looked like it was half demon and half man and like just like this burned out looking Mm. gross ass thing and it tried to aggressively push him up the stairs which i don't really get like up the stairs like up the stairs versus down the stairs back to work kind of up the stairs i don't know but it was like pretty it was aggressive enough to where he was like fuck no bitch and then he just started trying to like push back and apparently the thing just beats the shit out of him oh shit like literally beats the shit out of him and like it's weird because like it happened in 1971 so you're like this is something that's definitely on the record somewhere and apparently uh he was later examined by a doctor and like this is his story right i got yeah the shit beat out of me by some paranormal thing and the doctor was like yeah you have fucking like third degree burns all over your body man so something Even if it wasn't a paranormal entity, something weird happened at the Sloss Furnaces that night in 1971 before it closed. Like, who knows? Uh. It could... It could have been, like, some other shady shit where somebody tried to do something to Sam and he couldn't really say, so he was just like, a demon attacked me. Yeah, that'll that'll cover it. And it'll all be covered because it's lost furnaces and no one's going to question. But anyway, so that happened. And then recently, lately, you know, the Birmingham police have to put up with people calling them all the time with reports of unexplained and weird occurrences, like, at the lost furnaces. Every year it happens... 
sounds like they're probably like, yeah, whatever. Get annoyed by it. Just file it away. Um, but most of these reports these days happen during the months of September and October at night. When, you know, stupid kids like us. Right around sorry. the grave yeah. sh- <laughs> graveyard shift time. I can't say that. I almost said gra- grave shit. I don't know. That's no grave that's a bad shit. combination. The grave shit time. The grave shit. Um, and yeah, I mean, a lot of people are like, "Hey, just dumb kids playing pranks, probably like trying to go up in the lost furnaces, all of that." Uh, but who really knows? Wormwood does. Wormwood knows. Yeah, and so there have been so many paranormal investigations into this. As far back as 1988, up until recently, a lot of paranormal TV shows have covered Celeste Furnaces. Some skeptics have gone in there, and they left all freaked out and definitely convinced. I love that trope. (laughs) Yeah, definitely convinced that (laughs) Celeste Furnaces are haunted. They said they captured some great footage. There's just, like, a bunch, a bunch of stuff. Uh, Another weird thing, on FrightFurnace.com, they report on October 4th of 2003, uh, an assault apparently happened to one of their crew members named Josh Thomas, who'd worked at the furnaces for many years, uh, and he suddenly just spontaneously caught fire after seeing a strange shape. Mm-hmm. That's... He suffered burns up and down his body, he's taken to the hospital, mm-hmm. and he still can't recall what happened, just... Saw a strange shape and burst in flames. That's the sound of me internally screaming. And that happened on almost the exact 32nd anniversary of when Sam Blumenthal was burned in 1971. Hey, everything's fine. Don't you feel great? Everything is good. Yeah. Nothing Um, to be scared of out here. The rest of this stuff is like not as not as creepy. Taps went there, which everyone knows what Taps is. Do we? Probably. I don't know what it is. Oh, you know that TV show with um, the plumber guys. What? Jason and Grant, it was on. No, I don't. Oh, man. (laughs) Anyway, it was a a paranormal investigation show. Super big deal for a long time. So they went. And then also Ghost Adventures with Zach Baggins and his hair because his hair is a separate physical entity from Zach Baggins himself. I I was going to mention him earlier, but I... (laughs) Wanted to call him Frodo, and I was like, that's not his name. His name is not Frodo. But his name Zach is Baggins. Baggins. <laughs> but anyway, Zach Baggins and his hair. Apparently they went there too and got physically assaulted. I don't, I love this stuff, but I'm in a gray area of belief, so I'll just keep that to myself. But it's Lost Furnace. Don't go there in September or October, or, or the police will or, get annoyed with you if you call them for help. Or do go there and go on a tour because apparently they make money off of people who want to go see the furnaces and they do run like haunted houses and stuff there in October, which sounds like a great combo. Yes. Yeah, don't sneak in, just go on the tour. That's what we're going with here. And if you work around fire and molten pools of iron ore, don't be a dick or someone's going to push you in. I think yep. that's the moral of the story. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't participate in slavery by any other name. That's a that's a good rule. I mean, that's just a human being rule, I think. But if if you uh, if you are a bad person, you will turn into a fire demon ghost and everyone will continue to hate you. The end. But what if (laughs) Oh, cat fur in my drink. (laughs) Oh, that was really great. I loved it. Now I lost my thought. I don't know. No, what if you want to be a fire demon ghost, though? Then you're probably a bad person then anyway. Then you probably are. Because <laughs> you're already just like, yeah, I want to 
continue hurting people for eternity. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's no awful. Yeah. I'm gonna drink more of this cat hair. Uh, <laughs> we love cocktail. our fur, we love our fur children. They bring us only joy. This is our first episode. Do we have a sign off? Uh, yeah. Thank you, yeah. all three of our listeners, to which of our moms. Yeah. So join us next time on Weird State, where we return to Alabama and tell you about some murder. And then never go back to Alabama ever again, and then even figuratively. And never go back ever again, unless someone can convince us to come there. Mm, you, good job. Good good luck. Good luck is what I'm Apparently going Apparently the there. beaches are great uh, on the Gulf. Okay. There's a lot of Gulf. Yeah, there is. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of Gulf in other states. Alabama, like, mo- like by mobile. I've, you know, I'm probably getting my geography wrong, but that's okay. Mm, yeah, I think you might be. Mm. <laughs> I'll look it up later. Amp, but if man. you can convince Allie to go back to Alabama, write us. Yeah, I'll, I'll, R- write yeah. us at weirdstatepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us why we should come to Alabama or just share s- weird stories about your state. Yeah, yeah. no. Alabama probably cool some yeah. places. Except for that one gas station we stopped at. It's a gas station. It's a... Plenty it's of weird gas stations everywhere. Stay weird. What, am I supposed to know the second half to this? No. I don't know. <laughs> um, stay weird. What should be the second half? Keep spooping. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't turn into a fire demon. That's our sign off for episode one. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> yeah. Now and forever. Don't become a fire demon. Stay weird. Think of your... Stay sign- weird. <laughs> stay safe. <laughs> eh, eh. We'll do better. We'll do better. Okay. <laughs> Eventually. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Bye. Bye. Bye.